theyeshiva.net. The Pasuk says that just like when the Jewish people left Egypt, Hashem, God Almighty, performed miracles. Similarly, when Mashiach comes, God Almighty is going to perform wonders, ployim, which is, I guess, a higher level of a miracle. So the Pasuk speaks about Mashiach and compares what's going to happen after Mashiach comes to what happened when the Yidin left Egypt. says, the Rebbe, I don't understand. Everybody agrees, there's no question about it, that the final redemption, will be far greater, far higher than the initial redemption of the Jewish people from Egypt. And of course, most basically, most fundamentally, it's because there's not going to be another Golos after that Gula. And after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, there was. And he dispels it out for you. According to the opinion of Ben Mashiach. You don't mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim after Mashiach comes, you only mention it now, by day and by night. But you don't mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt after Mashiach comes because it's like Shraga Batira. You're not going to celebrate a candle when the sun is shining. You're not going to celebrate going out of Mitzrayim in the year 2448 after Mashiach is revealed. Even according to the Chacham who argued Ben that he says, that they say, the extra word kel means that even after Mashiach comes, we're going to continue mentioning our exodus from Egypt. It says, there is one aspect of advantage. in our exodus from Egypt. Even when compared to the final Giyula. But even though there will be some advantage, one advantage, in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, when compared to the Gula Asida, but no one is going to debate that Agula the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the mention of the redemption from Egypt, which will be after Mashiach comes, Tihiyatfeila, the Gula Asida, is going to be secondary to the event itself, from the, the celebration of the redemption after Mashiach comes. And therefore the question becomes, why would the Tater tell us, even if we hold that after Mashiach comes, we still recollect Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, why does the Pasuk compare just like there were days when God performed miracles and took the Jewish people out of the land of Mitzrayim in the year 2448? Similarly, and if Hashem is going to show us wonders after Mashiach comes. In other words, the advantage of the final Gula, who will be Shagam Oz that even after Mashiach comes, there will be a ren when it flies. God Almighty is going to show us wonders. As occurred when the Jewish people left Egypt, why would you compare a primary to a secondary? Why would you compare a greater to a lesser? Usually compare a lesser to a greater. Here you're comparing Mashiach, comparing Mashiach, and the redemption of Mashiach to something which is much less than that, namely the Gula from Mitzrayim. Now let me just insert, tangentially, what could it all be better about Yetzirah Mitzrayim over Mashiach? In other words, the Rebbe says that there's going to be one aspect where Yetzirah Mitzrayim is greater than the Gula Mitzvah Vashlema de Mashiach Tzedkenu. In what way will Mashiach be greater than the idea of uh, the, will Yitzhak Mitzrayim? Pardon me, be greater than Mashiach Tzedkenu? And the answer is very simple. In Hasidus, there is a concept called Bchol Moedicha. Bchol Moedicha means with all your might, and we say about Bchol Moedicha. That when a human being serves Hashem, when a human being serves Hashem with all of his might, Hashem reciprocates with his, all of his might. Obviously, the God's infinity, God's all of his might, is far greater than another human being's, another human being's all of his might. But that's how it works. You do your best, and so to speak, the Ebesha does his best. So there's Mo'oid of the person. And there's the Ma'aid of Alakus. Now, think about what that means. 
a human being goes out of all limitations. When a human being goes out of all limitations, is what he is doing infinite? Of course not. It's just for him infinite. It's beyond his limitations. What were to happen if you had two human beings? One is so much greater than the next that what's considered going out of all limitations to the first is limited and natural and no big deal to the second. Reuven serves Hashem with all of his might, and for him it's infinite. Shimon, if he did the same thing, would be so contained and so limited and so composed. What would be the reciprocity? What would Hashem give back? So clearly, the first person is going to get more than the second person. The first person gave his infinity, Sekvayachale gets the Ma'ayit Alyan Hashem's infinity. The second person who did the same or even more, because for him it's not going out of his limitations, he's not going to get infinity from Elokus. So it's possible for a person to do less and to have more because he's going out of his limitation. It's possible for a person to do more and have less because he's not going out of limitation. The advantage of Mitzrayim over the Gula Amites Vashleim is going to be that the Gula Amites Vashleim we're going to deserve, we're going to earn. Yitzit Mitzrayim we didn't. We went out of our limitations. But the Abishta gave us beyond our limitations. When Mashiach comes, he will have earned it. So there's going to be one aspect, an advantage of Yitzhiyah's Messiah over Mashiach, that because Hashem is giving us more than we earned, there's an element of infinity, there's an element of transcendence, which is not even going to be revealed after Mashiach comes. So consequently, in one prat, in one aspect, it makes sense that even after Mashiach comes, you're mentioning Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. You're mentioning Mashiach because we earned Gula. Mentioning it's yes, Mitzrayim because we didn't earn Gula and got Gula anyway, so there's a certain infinite quality to it. But the question is on the Pasuk. Why would the Pasuk say, just like we had miracles when Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim occurred, we'll have miracles when Mashiach comes, arguably the, the, it's, the miracles of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim are much lower than the miracles of Mashiach. So why are we comparing something primary to something secondary? That's the first question. And the second question is, He's going to show us these wonders. In other words, The primary thing which makes the final Gula special is not only the wonders themselves. She was that are going to occur then, that the miracles are going to occur in such a way that Hashem is going to show them to us and we'll be able to see them. I then invite the is going to show them to which indicates that when we left Mitzrayim, there wasn't so much of that phenomena of Hashem showing. What is the significance of Hashem showing it to us? There's a third question. The literal translation of the word Arenu means I will show him. Kimeitzeischam means the day you leave. Arenu means I will show him the flies. So the Pasuk doesn't have a uniform uh, structure. It should say either like the day you go out of Egypt, Shem is going to show you miracles. Or the days that they will go out of Egypt, I will show them wonders. But to start, when you will leave Egypt, I will show him wonders, makes no sense. It speaks in second person when you go out of Egypt. And therefore it should say, I'm going to show you. When the Apostle says, I will show him, indicating somebody else, a third party, who refers to Just like when you left Egypt, Hashem showed you miracles. When Mashiach comes, Hashem is going to show miracles. And the question is, What's the relationship? The Pirush Zed, that Renu goes on Meshara Beinu. Ema Pirush Kipshute, in the simple touch of these words, Sharenu Koyal Kol Yisrael, Renu goes on every Jew. And this becomes the third question. Question number one, why are we going to compare Mashiach to Yetzirah Mitzrayim? Question number two, what's the significance of Hashem showing it to us? And question number three is, why does it speak? I'm going to show it to him, which is an allusion to Meshara Beinu. And the Rebbe answers the question. And I'm continuing to read now. <coughs> the point of it is as follows. The Benis and Meshbeklal Shnei Sugam, there's two types of miracles. 
Number one, nisim shalamay, lamayat have miracles that are above nature, which are called in the Rishenim nisim niglim, like Kriyas Yamsuf and Asaras Amakis and Matantera. Kanisim shayabiti eight mitzayim, like the miracles that occurred when the Jewish people left Egypt. Transforming water into blood, culminating in the greatest supernatural event of all. The Kriyas Yams of the splitting of the sea, that the dry land, that the water became dry land. That's called miracles which are higher than nature. You can't explain them scientifically. And then you have miracles that occur within nature. And if you wish, you could insist that they're natural events, that it's not miraculous. But you have to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to see the hand of God, even though it's occurring within nature, but it's clearly the hand of God. And of course, the classic example of a miracle which is concealed within nature is the story of Purim. There's not one miracle in the Pshuta Shal Mikra of the Megillah Sester, but the totality of it, the series of coincidences, and the sequence of events, and the Agdomas Rafuul Amaka, when you think about it objectively, is clearly the hand of Akadish Baruch. But then the Rebbe continues and he says further, in this itself there's two levels. One level of miracles which are concealed within nature is that the garments of nature are in such a level that it's clear that they're simply a garment to a miracle which is revealed in them. Like for example, the miracles of Hanukkah and Purim, those those miracles are limited to nature. And let me insert right away. When you say the miracle of Hanukkah, maybe you could say it about the Nesa Melchama. But you certainly cannot say it about oil, which is supposed to burn for one day, burning for eight days. Nevertheless, it was quite clear, quite obvious. The miracle. And then you have another level of nais, that nature covers over the miracle so much, which is revealed in them, that you don't see the nais. says, the Rebbe, we do what we know. And of course, there's a source for this. Miracles that occur in nature have a higher source than miracles that occur outside of nature. And let me pause and give you there's two sides to this coin. That's the truth. I mentioned this to you in the earlier classes. Sometimes we say that a miracle which is higher than nature comes from Shem Havaye. And a miracle which is concealed within nature or limited to nature comes from Shem Shindal Yud Shakai. And of course, all of us know that Havaye is higher than Shakai. But that's only one perspective. And the other perspective, is, it's not a contradictory perspective, but it's another aspect, is what does a miracle that's higher than nature mean? A miracle is higher than nature means that nature and God are incompatible. And in order for God to show himself in the world, he has to break nature. Well, the miracle that occurs within nature shows that God and nature are compatible. V'haraya Hashem shows himself within nature and nature himself reveals Hashem. And according to this second idea, miracles within nature are considered greater than miracles that are higher than nature. But then the Rebbe continues and he adds further... Those miracles that occur within nature that nobody sees. You can't even see how this is a garment for a miracle, says the Rebbe, whom we mock him, Naila ADA, says an even higher level. Like it says in the Apostle, and it's explained in the Gemara, the greatest miracles Hashem does, Lavadi, only He knows. Even the person to whom the miracle is occurring, doesn't know that there's a miracle happening. The root of these kinds of wonders. That if I'm such a high madrega, shade bala neis makir benise, we're on page Rechavov now, that the person to whom the miracle occurs doesn't recognize the nes, whom Abchinus Lavade comes from Akadish Baruch, as he is by himself. It's have three madregas. A miracle which is higher than nature, which in Giluim comes from the higher level, and Atmos comes from the lower level. Miracles that occur within nature, but at least you see their miracles. So in Giluyim it's lower, um, but it's higher, higher than Giluyim, higher than Ishtashalos. And miracles that are higher than nature, the Yibachlal don't see the Ness. In Giluyim it's the lowest, but it has the highest shade. Now later on in the Maimon, 
which means to say uh, on, on page Siv Zayin, the Rebbe, pardon me, in Sif, in Sif Dalet, that means on page in Eishchof Ches, says that even higher than the miracles that are concealed within nature is nature itself. In other words, you have four levels. Nature itself, a miracle within nature that the person from the miracle occurred doesn't even see the ness. A miracle within nature, but at least you can identify the ness. And a miracle which breaks nature. So these four, in terms of Giloyim, the last is the highest, the first is the lowest. But in terms of higher than Giloyim, it's the other way around. Teva itself has a Shadish and Atzmasim. Whose? Miracles within Teva have a closer Shadish to that. And miracles which are the and Teva have the farthest Shadish from that. And what the Rebbe said to us, is that the phenomenon of nature comes from etzim evedin sof, which is called primius akav, which is mechaber tu hafchim. So we have four levels and two perspectives. One perspective is a miracle which is higher than nature is the greatest thing. And the other perspective is that nature itself, which is not a miracle at all, is the greatest thing. And a miracle concealed within nature is almost as great. So the Rebbe concludes... And once we understand these two perspectives, that there is a perspective that says a miracle higher than nature is greater than a miracle within nature. But on the other hand, the miracle within nature and even nature itself has a higher shadish. We now understand Hachidish Bazer, what's the Pshat and the Possible. Mashiach is going to come to and in the flies, Hashem is going to show us wonders. And we compare those wonders to Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Taiches the Rebbe can see what kind of miracles will become evident when Mashiach comes. They're going to come from Hashem alone. The miracles of Lavi are going to be in Teva. And they're going to be so in Teva that now nobody would notice them and then we will see them. That's the Taich Arenu Niflois. We're going to see the kind of wonders that currently we're not able to see. Kimai Mirazal is written in Medrash Lishaovar Bitiyas Mitzrayim and Yobezdini. Whenever it says Vahashem with a Vav, it goes Hashem in his bezdin. Hoyisim Halachafnechem went amongst you. Avalos said, Lavi Anilavad, the Abishtin himself was going to take us out of Gulo, Hamitis, Vashlema. And he says, Dani Simshaho, Yubitis Mitzrayim, the miracles that occurred historically when the Jewish people left Egypt. Nimshoimen, he is Bach, they come from a Kaddish Baruch of Derek Bezdin through his bezdin, which is, of course, Malchus of In other words, the miracles are higher than nature, but it comes through Ishtalshalos. The miracles of Mashiach, and come for him alone. No intermediacy. This is the Pshat and the Pasuk. Mashiach comes, and we're going to see the miracle which is concealed within nature in a revealed way. So on the one hand, we're talking about a miracle which is concealed within nature. And on the other hand, we're going to be able to see it. Although we're dealing with such kind of wonders, that come from the level of Hashem, as he's called, It's in a way that only he knows that it's an S, and nobody else does. <coughs> Nevertheless, we'll see them. Hashem is going to perform a miracle. It's going to be totally concealed in nature, and we'll see it. So that's why you're comparing Geula Hamites Vashlemit Mashiach to Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because we're trying to bring out the point that even though we're talking about something that in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim you couldn't see so clearly, as you see later in the Maimed, when Mashiach comes you will see it clearly. So we have, um, I guess, three questions. And one of them is answered. The first question is, why do we compare Yetzias Mitzrayim to the Gula Amitiz Vashleim? Why do we compare Yetzias to Yetzias Mitzrayim? The second question is, what is the significance of being able to see it? And this question we answered. Because even though it's going to be the level of miracle which you're not able to see because it's concealed within nature, L'Asad Lava, we're going to see it. And the third question is, what's the meaning of the word Aden? Meshad and so on. So the continues in Siv Beis when you do a diok. There's another question. Mashakos. So it says in Pasuk Kimei Tzeis Chameret Mitzrayim Kimei Lashen Rabim. The days in plural that the Jewish people left Egypt, 
And the question, of course, is, everybody knows it takes one minute to cross the border from inside Egypt to outside Eber. What is the Inyar Yimei up? Now, of course, there's so many Maimorim that discuss this, including a Maimor we learned this winter. If you remember, we did the Maimor of Lahav and the Yingsiv and when we did that, Maimah, we brought the even Elam Masi Bnei Yisrael Ashiot Sumeretz Mitzrayim. And the Rebbe explained that from the moment you leave Egypt until the moment you come into Yisrael, you're continuously leaving Egypt. And that's how you answer the question in most Maimotim. You made say, Eretz Mitzrayim, Aren and Aflois. From the moment you leave Egypt till Mashiach comes, you're going out of Mitzrayim. But this Maimah doesn't do that. This Maimah has a very different shot. Moreover, when we mention how come this pasuk which is in Tanakh says includes Hashem made a miracle of Makas Bechedes and Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and took us out of Egypt and it continues till a week later when the sea was split. The same is true every single day when you mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. You don't only speak about the miracle that happened on the 15th of Nisan, but you include also the memory of the splitting of the sea. And the Rebbe says, Comes the Pesach, said. Now, all year long, there's what's called a mention, right? Every single day, you have to be maskirim, you mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. And one day a year, you have Matzo, Morer, Munochem, Lefanecha, and then there's a mitzvah, Afilu Kolonu Chachavim, Kolonu Neveinim, Kolonu Yedem, Esatera, Mitzvah, Leinu Lesaper. It becomes one day a year that it's a mitzvah to speak ba'arichet about the union of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Says the Rebbe, the Cholamar be Lesaper be Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, and Eizem Eshubach. The more you discuss the, 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 the light, the beauty of our Exodus, the greater it is, says the Rebbe Shagam Sipur Kriyas Yamsuf Nichal Beklalze. The story of splitting of the sea is included. That's the Teretz in this Maimon. The Teretz in this Maimon for the Kimetzcha, Beretz Mitzrayim, includes the miracles of Tezvav Nissen, but it also includes the miracle of Chof Alefness, when Hashem split the sea, and that's the Tach Kimet Lachanab. So I say in the other Pesukim only one day, answers the Rebbe, because the key event of the Exodus is the Exodus itself. Therefore you say, Yoyim. But at the same time, if you don't mention Kiyas Yamsaf, you still yet to the Mitzvah, but at the same time, there's an Indian in Kiyas Yamsaf, that's Kimei Lashen Rab. And the meaning of the pasuk that just like there were days in plural beginning with Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim and ending with Kriyas Yamsa. And Hashem performed miracles. Shabagul, Asida, when Mashiach comes, you and Nisim, when the flies told you, be Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Matzma, we're going to have the same miracles we have in the Nebuchadnezzar out of Egypt. Vegaman, Ezvapel, the Kriyas Yamsa, we're also going to have the miracle of the splitting of the sea, which calls us in the pasuk of Manesh, of Zayin, top of the page. Again, with the pasuk says, the Mashiach comes. Hashem is going to destroy the Yam Mitzrayim, and then it says that it's going to be Bekiyas Hanohar. Again, there's going to be a pathway. Gashah the Jewish people had in the sea. When they left Egypt, what's the relationship between these two ideas? The days we left Egypt, one is meaning to say, the kinds of miracles that now we don't see. They'll be revealed to you, we'll see the miracle. And at the same time, the miracles of Mashiach is going to include also the wonder of Kriyas Yamsuf. So we know one thing, that there's all kinds of levels of godly revelations. And the greatest revelation of godliness was when a miracle happens. And it's so concealed in nature and nobody sees it. And when Mashiach comes, we're we'll going to see it. And that's the meaning of Arenu Nefloi. Hashem is performing miracles, nevertheless we're going to see it. Now, we already learned the, the beard, right? We learned from Siv Gimel all the way until uh, Sif Yud. We learned already, yeah? 
And what did we learn in all this? First of all, we learned that there's two concepts of godly effect on the world. The first concept of godly effect in the world is called Yehudi Law. Yehudi Law means Hashem light comes into the world and changes it. To use classic language, the Tachtan becomes an alien. The opposite of that is called Bittl the Kabbalah Seil. Hashem reveals His power and the world becomes subdued, bottled to the Abishta's power, and is not uplifted. To the contrary, Tachtan remains Tachtan, the world remains a world, and nevertheless the Abishta's presence is felt. And that's the difference between a miracle which is higher than nature, which uplifts nature to higher than nature, and a miracle where nature is preserved, where the nature is being bittled to Hashem as it is. The second thing we learned was, that obviously there is an advantage to a miracle which is higher than nature because godliness is revealed. A miracle which is higher than nature, a nest which is Lamay Lamanateva, reveals Abish, you see him, it's Gilui. But then we learn the third thing. And the third thing is really the deepest and the most important. The third thing we learned in the Maimed is that the Shadish of Teva is higher than the Shadish of Nes. The source of miracles is from Atmos of Pardon me. The source of nature is from Atmos of while miracle comes from the Yeloim of So the Rebbe makes the following argument. When a miracle occurs which is higher than nature, so godliness reveals itself and lifts up nature, but what level of godliness is revealed? The level of godliness which is Yeloim, not its. What happens when a miracle occurs within nature? Says the Rebbe, you have two things. On the one hand, it's still nature. And because it's still nature, it's the essence of God, and it's Atma Sedi itself, which is higher than the Yiluim. On the other hand, because it's a miracle, there's the influence of Edin Tzafa Sevev Klam, the influence of Giluim. In other words, a miracle within nature is the perfect thing. On the one hand, it has the quality of nature, which comes from Atmos. On the other hand, it has the quality of Giluim, which has to do with Nisim. But the Rebbe says, before Mashiach comes, those two things are mutually exclusive. Meaning to say, if the miracle is within nature, it has a higher source, but you can't see it. If the miracle is more revealed, it has a lower source, but you could see it. A miracle which is hidden within nature, that has a higher source, that you should be able to see it, this is very difficult. Until Mashiach comes. Why? What is going to happen when Mashiach comes? And the Rebbe says, When Mashiach comes, nature and Hashem are going to be one. Right now, nature is a creation that conceals over Hashem and has a very high source. Nature and Hashem are going to be real one. When nature and Hashem are going to be one, even though nature doesn't change, you'll see how it's Hashem. In other words, the idea that a Nesam Alubish Bateva is either concealing Elakus or it's a lower level, is not longer going to be a contradiction. There's going to be a Nes, it's going to happen in nature, but because nature is going to become in an overt way representation of Elakus, you'll see the godliness of the miracle which occurs within nature, even though nature is being preserved. This is what's going to happen on Mashiach. This was unusual about Mashiach. And the marshal that he gave for it is. Mashiach is going to come, the soul will live from the body, because the body is God that is going to be revealed, that's nature. And the Nisham, which is Giluim, is going to live from the goof. So that's what happens when Mashiach comes. Hashem performs miracles. No miracle occurs in the miracle. And yet you see clearly, in other words, nature is not broken, and you see clearly that the nets from the Mabishtin, because since it's a nest, it's Begilu, Ay, it's Beteva, Teva. And Nelakus become one and the same, so the miracle is revealed. This is Mervainika, this is more or less what the Maimir taught us. That La'asid Love, miracles which are hidden within nature, are going to reveal their source of nature which is higher than miracles. 
but nature is going to become one with godliness and revealed one with godliness. Therefore, you'll see the godliness of the miracle as well. This is more or less what we learned until this point. And I'm going to remind you of a point that I mentioned in the last couple of classes. The Sikha from the Rebbe, I believe it's a Vayigash Sikha. Medachsech, the Sikha of Keser, Palga Keser, which is in Chelek Lamed of Akutasikhas, I think. Where the Rebbe says the following statement. He says, The Rambam holds, Ein benel mazeli meza Mashiach al-Shibud Malchi Espovad. Mashiach comes and no miracles occur. This is a perfectly natural world. Yet, even though Mashiach comes and no miracles occur, even though Mashiach comes, even though Mashiach comes and no miracles occur, the whole world is going to be good. People are going to live long, people are going to be healthy, and people are going to be busy with Ladas, Asafaya, Bolvad. Only knowing HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to be an ASIC, nothing else is going to be important. Says the Rebbe, think about what kind of miracle it's going to be that the world is going to be changing completely without a single miracle occurring. Or said in other words, all of us know about the argument of when Mashiach comes, nature changes, nature doesn't change. And we always assume that the opinion of the Rambam that says nature doesn't change is a lower level than the opinion of the Raivid who says nature will change. But here comes out an interesting thing. Mashiach comes, no miracles occur, and you see the Abishtin in the world that's greater than a miracle that changes nature. The idea that the world remains the same world. But you see the Abishtin. That means to say the Tav of the world becomes one with the Lakus in such a way that without it being violated, you're able to see, revealed. That's the Indian of Mashiach. The Teva is still existing, which comes from Atzma Seinzav, and yet because Teva becomes one with Hashem, you see clearly the miracle of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the Pshat in the Pasuk. Mashiach is going to come. We're going to remember Yitzhiyah's Mitzvah. You'll find out soon why. In all of its different aspects. But the Nakud is going to be, Mashiach is going to come. No nature will be broken. Nature is going to be preserved. And yet you're clearly going to see the presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that's the greatest miracle imaginable. And this is all hinted in this Pasuk, So let's begin reading the answers on page Reish Lamed Beis, second paragraph, Sif Yud. Okay? The obvious question is, why are we comparing Mashiach to Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim? Why does it say Yemei Loshan Rabbim? And why do we say Aren U Loshan Nister? And of course, also, what is the significance of Arena that Hashem shows us the miracles? So you have to pay attention. You have to pay attention. In other words, this shir is not as difficult as the last couple of Shayurim. But you need to halt cop so you see how the Rebbe is reading into the Pasuk all of these little details. But there's a couple of things the Rebbe says which are bederachidish. In other words, the Rebbe is telling you pshat in the pasuk. You would never think of this. Here's the first one. Listen to this. Vehine, Everybody knows the miracles of Yitzias Mitzrayim were higher than nature. Miracles higher than nature is a very great thing. But in this mind, miracles that are higher than nature is lower than miracles within nature, because it comes from geloyim and not from asmas. The concept of Mashiach coming and Hashem showing us wonders is not the same thing. It's not like the concealment of the miracles within nature. Still we see their revelation. Only when Mashiach comes. Which is why we had a question in the first place. Why would you compare Mashiach to Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim if the miracles of Mashiach are revealed and the miracles of, uh, miracles of Mashiach are limited within nature and still revealed? And the miracles of Yitzhiyah are higher than nature. There's nothing to do with one another. Like of Zelzah answers the Drebbik. This is a very interesting idea and it really deserves Limut. Al it's well known. The opening of the channel for all redemption. Including the fire began with the exodus from Egypt. The Rebbe always brings a Rashi in Masechta Megillah that says, The word Geula is one. So whether it's a Geula Pratis, or it's a Geula Klolis, whether it's a Geula Sheshachare Agolos, or Geula Sheinachare Agolos, or Geula Shleim, or Geula Sheinachare Agolos, all Geulas are connected. 
And it starts with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. So every event of redemption, which means godly light emerging and redeeming us, begins with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And Yitzhak Mitzrayim, as the first event of redemption, includes even Mashiach. Now let's explain. Miracles happen before Yitzhak Mitzrayim. In the Chumash, you have stories of miracles by Adam Adishin, by Enesh, by Chaneich, by Neach, and so on. The first miracle in the Tate is not the miracle of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. But the first event of Geula is Yitzhak Mitzrayim. In other words, it's the kind of miracle that's redemptive, the kind of miracle that takes a person who's stuck out of his stuckness in a very profound way. So since Yitzhak Mitzrayim is the first, and it represents everything that follows, the Rebbe says, Amayr in the Kiddush. And the Kiddush is this, Yeshlema, you need to say, Shagam B'Yitzhak Mitzrayim, when Hashem took us out of Egypt, there were miracles concealed in nature also, it was then hidden. going to be revealed. This is a most surprising turn of events. The shaila is: Why are we comparing Mashiach to Yitzias Mitzrayim? The answer is because Yitzias Mitzrayim there were also miracles that are malubish b'teva. Now, any person has learned Chumash, read from Makas Dam, read before Makas Dam, till Yitzhak Mitzrayim and Makas Bechedes and Kiyat Yamsev, there's not one natural event, it's all miraculous. In other words, it's all Lamailam and Ateva. says, the Rebbe, if Mashiach comes, and miracles happen in nature, and Mashiach is a Hemshech to the Pesach HaTzatzine, to the first Gula when Yid left Mitzrayim, you must say that when Yid left Mitzrayim, there are miracles we don't know about. In other words, Yid left Mitzrayim, Hashem performed many miracles which the Chumash describes. And I've already mentioned to you in a previous class that the Ramban says in the Pashas Neach, a cloud, that in Tereh Shebeksav you only bring Nisim Mephusames, Nes Nigla, not Nes Nistit. In other words, the Chumash only tells us about miracles which are breaking nature, they're undeniable. And not about miracles concealed within nature which someone can deny. It says the Rebbe, but you have to say by Tereh Mitzrayim there are miracles we don't know about. And that the miracles we don't know about are miracles of Malubish Bateva. So in the Chumash, you have a record of many miracles. But you don't have a record of all of them. Because the Chumash only reveals the miracles that happen to the whole community, to the whole nation. The Chumash only reveals those miracles which are higher than nature. But certainly, there were miracles of Malubish Bateva. What's that? How do you know? Maybe they weren't. The answer is, if by Yetzirah Mitzrayim, there were no miracles of Malubish Bateva, when Mashiach comes, there couldn't be miracles of Malubish Bateva. Because Yitzhak Mitzrayim is Psich HaSatzinah. So what's the Pshat Kimei Tzeischa? Just like when Yidin left Mitzrayim, Hashem performed miracles which are concealed in nature, that you never heard about them, and you don't know what they were, and you wouldn't be able to identify them, because the Tata doesn't reveal these Nisim. But these Nisim occurred. It says, the Pasuk, Aren and the Flies, Mashiach is going to come. Hashem is going to also perform miracles which are Malubash and Beteva, but this time around we're going to see them. So this is a complete surprise. Really, it's a complete surprise in how you understand the pshat. What's the correlation between the miracles of Mashiach and the miracles of Yitzhak Mitzrayim? The answer is the miracles you know nothing about. When Yidin left Egypt to a miracle, Shalei piteva. But in addition to a miracles of piteva, concealed within nature, when Mashiach comes, there will again be miracles concealed within nature, but this time around, I don't be able to see them. That's the pshat in the Pesach. When Yidin left Egypt, there must have been miracles concealed within nature. V'harayah later on, such miracles will occur. And Mashiach comes, and the flies will be able to see it. That's the pshat. And this is the pshat. Just like when Yidin left Egypt, there were miracles which are malubish, and we don't even know what they are. Similarly, when Mashiach comes, there's going to be also a miracle of malubish, but then we'll be able to see them. Shakosov midameh. The Tater compares the miracles that are going to occur when Mashiach comes. time to the miracles which occurred when the Jewish people left Egypt. Even though the miracles that are going to occur when Mashiach comes, they come from a much higher level. From the Abish that alone Shalaya they based Dino at any intermediacy. Kanisim Shoyabitzaim, which did have an intermediate. You must nevertheless say that even by Yitzhak Mitzrayim there were such miracles. Kibiti as Mitzrayim Nifta Khatina. 
Since Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim is the opening of all the Geulahs which would come subsequently, therefore there must have been by Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim also miracles of Chamalubash Beteva, Vahayuaz Behelm, they were then hidden. Gaman Floyz the Yasid Lavi, also the wonders which are going to happen after Mashiach. So, means when Yidin left Egypt, there were miracles you never heard about because it happened in Badera Chateva. And then in the fly, so Mashiach comes, you see these miracles as well. So, this really addresses the key question of the Maimon. Why are we comparing Mashiach to Yetzirah Mitzrayim? Because we want to bring out that by Yetzirah Mitzrayim, there already were Malabashim Bateva Nisim. And that Mashiach comes, there will be more Malabashim Bateva Nisim, but then they're going to be revealed. And if it's true that by Yetzirah Mitzrayim there were no Nisim Malabashim Bateva, there's no way Mashiach could come, but there could be miracles then Malabashim Bateva, because Yetzirah Mitzrayim is Tzirah Satsir. That's the answer to the question. That answers the fundamental question of the Maimon. But it does leave over a lot of details, a lot of mopping up to do. First of all, what's the Kimei Loshen Rabbim? And second of all, what's this Harenu Loshen Nister? So let's begin on the bottom of page Reish Lamed Beis, the third paragraph. In addition to the fundamental pshat in this pasuk, when the Yidin were in Egypt, there must have been also miracles Malubish Bateva. Otherwise, it would not be a psychasatzina for the gulamitiz vashlemo. We also have to understand why it says kimei loshen rabbi. As I mentioned earlier in the Maimed, many of the Maimodim say that from the moment left Egypt till Mashiach comes, there's one continuum, but not in this Maimed. In this Maimed, we say, When Yidin left Egypt, they left for many days, because included in the miracle of Yitzhiya's Mitzayim is the miracle of Kriyas Yamsev, splitting the sea. Shahaya Bayim Hashvi the Yetias Mitzrayim, which happened in the seven days when the Jewish people left Egypt. Now you could ask a question, why is that significant? If the whole Kiddish of what makes this Pasik novel, if what makes this Pasik special is the idea that when Yid left Egypt there were also miracles concealed within nature, which are going to be repeated in a revealed way when Mashiach comes, why make reference to Kiris Yamsev? Kiris Yamsev is a Shoshli Apitav. And you'll find out soon what the Teretz is going to be. It says, The Rebbe, the Bechtei Lahadgish, because the Teretz wants to underscore, Shabakri as Yamsef Nichte Chatzine. When the Abish to split the sea, opened up a channel to, to represent miracles, Shalei Alpi Teva. And you'll see in a couple of minutes that there's actually another Remestid here. V'nichlal Babahel, and this includes also, first of all, Gambakiyas Hanor, Jotil Yasad Lava, the day of cracking of the Yam. When Mashiach comes, like it says in the Postal, V'hechech HaDashemes, Lashen Yam, Israim, V'game. V'yaseyidim, Izum, moreover, Gambakiyas Hanor. When Mashiach comes, not only will the Yams have split again, but the river is going to be cracked open. Shatil Asad Lava, which is going to happen when Mashiach comes. V'heinif, Yodei Hanor, Bayom Ruchei, when Mashiach comes, there's going to be again an event of splitting. But it's not going to split the Yam, which is Malchus, it's going to split the river, which is Bina, which is a higher Madreg. Everybody understands splitting the river is a greater Madreg than splitting the sea. Because this is Malchus, this is Bina. Cracking the Yam is joining Atilus in the lower worlds. Cracking the river is Chibur Elamis. It joins the worlds, including the world of Atzilos, with it in self, which is higher than Atzilos. So what is the significance of mentioning Kriyas Yamsuf and seeing it as the precursor to all the events of Baki and Kri where Mashiach is going to come? Nevertheless, split the sea by which happened when the Yidin left Egypt, Nichlal Behelam, it includes in a hidden way, Bekiyas Hayam, the Liyasad Lavi, the splitting of the sea, what happens when Mashiach comes, Vegam Bekiyas Hanod, the Liyasad Lavi, also the splitting of the river. And of course the question is why? why? What's the significance? Why? The first point in the Maimir, Kimei Tzeis Chameret Mitzrayim, that it means that there were miracles hidden within nature is very profound. But this second point, that it includes Kriyas Yamsev, which is miracles, why is that significant? And the Rebbe is going to answer. Top of page, Reish Lamed Gimel, Reish Lamed. The Teretz is as follows. 
We now have two things included in the word Number one, that the wonders that are going to happen when Mashiach comes, the will have the wonder of Kriyas Yamsev and Bikiyas Anor. Kimein Lashanam are going to reminisce about those miracles. And number two, Shanisem Hamalaboshim Beteva, miracles are going to be concealed within nature, and Yehob Eifer then will be visible. So now you and I repeat what I just said, but backwards. First of all, when Yidin left Egypt, Hashem performed miracles in nature, we didn't see him. When Mashiach comes, we will see him. And number two, the, just like when Yidin left Egypt, there was a splitting of a Yam, when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a splitting of a Yam, and a splitting of a Nod, and so on. Says the Rebbe Lafi, Kizesh This is the Tedes to the second Kasha. Or the second Tedes to a Kasha that's concrete. The fact when Mashiach comes, Hateva leyalim alanisim ha'lubashem Nature is not going to hide the miracles which are contained within it. Because there's going to be a union between Elkus and Teva. The nature of the limited world is going to reveal itself. The splitting of the sea, which of course anybody who's learned in Yechsidus knows, is the joining together of the Alma de Skasia. And Alma de Galia is this Koyach of joining together the Teva of the world and the Nesef of Ligvul. So what's the Pshat Kimei? We're including Kriyas Yamsuf. Why we're including Kriyas Yamsuf? Kriyas Yamsuf splits, and that splits the basis for later splits, but that's not the Kivot. The Kivot that Kriyas Yamsuf splits and joins together two opposites, the joining together two opposites, which happened as a result of Kriyas Yamsuf, is going to happen when Mashiach comes. The four mentioned points. Number one, that the miracles that occurred within nature when Yidin left Egypt that nobody knows about are going to be revealed. And number two, that the event of Mashiach has to do with the splitting of the Yamsuf. These two things are hinted in this pasuk. Says the Rebbe, the Zeshel Yosef Lava Yedin and the Flies of Mashiach comes. Hashem is going to show us wonder Ben Gedish Nei Yanaman. Now we're going to see the godliness of nature, and we're going to see the splitting of the sea. Is Kimei Tzeis Chameret Mitzrayim as Doi Tzeis Mitzrayim, and again he says Shapsicha Satzin and Alzeh Hoyse Be Tzeis Mitzrayim. The opening up of the channel and Yidin left Egypt. In plain words, splitting the Yamsuf means breaking a limitation. And you split the Yamsuf, break a limitation so that nature itself could reveal itself. You're splitting the river, you're breaking a limitation. You're breaking the limitation so that you could see the godliness of nature itself. So we answered two of the questions. Number one, what's such Kimetzeischa? Just like by Yetzirah, there were miracles that we never heard of. When Mashiach comes, we're going to have similar miracles, but we'll all see them. And number two, Kimetzeischa, you have to make mention to Kriyas Yamsuf. Because besides for the fact that Kriyas Yamsuf is a nest, Kriyas Yamsuf breaks walls and brings together opposites and it creates the possibility for the bringing together of the opposites, which is going to happen when Mashiach comes, that there'll be Teva, you'll see Yelikos. We're ready now to learn Perik Yudalef. What do we know? Mashiach is going to come the miracles of nature, within nature, are going to exist like by Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim, but they're going to be revealed. And the koyach for the revelation of these miracles comes from Kriyas Yamsov and Bekiyas Hanod, which brings together opposites. It's a chibur of Havchim. So the Rebbe connects it to a posuk. This Sif Yedalev is a, is a diok, is a detail. And I'll tell you what the diok and the detail is. You may remember that there's two concepts of what happens when you reveal godliness. One concept that happens when you reveal God that is called Yehudi, law you raise up. The other concept that has to do with revealing God that is called Bittl the Kabbalah, so you don't raise up, but you force. It remains in its state, but it's being pushed. Mashiach's coming is a combination of both of these things. The revelation, the Neshel, the Maila Mayateva, is like the concept of Yehudi, law raising it up. And the fact that it happens within nature is like Kabbalah Sail, where you're forcing it to remain in this state, but still be a nest for the Yebishter. So the Rebbe says that Mirum is also in this parsha, via Shleimah. 
describes the sea splitting. And the splitting of the sea is the Chibur Hachim of Tavan Shleapitava. The Pasuk Zen says, we're going to walk with our feet, with our shoes. It's a strange Pasuk that we're going to wear shoes and we're going to walk. It's clipped up as What's the big deal? You're going to walk. In the Zehemshech Vakocha from the Rebbe Marash, which is based, of course, the Vakocha is Tochlutechloesim, Chagulim, Chagurim. And he explains each of these three ideas. Masnechem Chagurim goes on Halacha. Nalechem Beraglechem goes on the Levushim, which we're going to be mavarin, including the Levush Kas. And Makelchem Beyetchem, he says, Makelchem is a makel which hits, which breaks chutzpah. So he explains the significance of wearing shoes. That's a Pasuk in Chumash. This is a Pasuk in Tanakh. The Mashiach comes, we're going to walk with our shoes. Of course we're going to walk with our shoes. Says the Rebbe as follows: The significance of walking with the shoes is not on walking, but on the word shoes. We know about shoes as follows: that asuyim ergas, they're made from very thick leather. In other words, there's different types of garments made from different types of materials. Which is the finest material imaginable? Let's say silk. What's the crudest, the lowest? Leather. And according to Kabbalah, there's silk, there's linen, there's wool, and then, of course, there's leather. It's the lowest madrig. When you take this leather, which is a very, very thick skin, you can make from it a shoe. The garment that a person could wear, albeit he's wearing it on his feet, but he's going to wear it. You have to soften the leather. And that you should know that it says in Medrash, that Chaneich, Chaneich was a sandler, was a shoemaker. And he became the Malach, Sandalfein, that's the word shoes. And it's a very, very similar concept. The Ha'er Kmeish, Humitadatz, me leather by itself, parenthesis, Terem, Shemerach, basically before you soften it. Le'yeisei Koshev, a gas, it's hard and it's thick. E'ef, Shalahata, say, so you can't mold it, you can't change the shape. You have to soften it. So only then. You can lean it. Now give it a shape. And how do you lean it? You beat it. What do you do with leather? You beat it. The, the metaphor for Avedas Ovet, for labor, for Avoida, for Kabbalah sale, is Eres Avud and beating in leather. The concept of wearing shoes and walking in the shoes begins with not wearing and walking, but with the bittle, with breaking. You trample on the nature of your body and animal soul. Not lifting it up, not transforming it, but it remains what it is, and it's in the service of HaKadosh Baruch through this you soften it. There shouldn't be hard. They should be soft and flexible. This is the The word avoid means to work in leather. The primary concept of avoid is fights with his nature. The word David means you force yourself to do more than your nature. But understand, when you force yourself to do more than your nature, you're not making a miracle. You're forcing your nature to be within nature and to go out of itself. By a days and this refines a person. Not only in the nature of the person. The nature of the world at large remains nature, but it's soft. It goes on the whole of nature, not just on the person. There's work and correction in all of nature. Which comes from the and the Apostle therefore says, What's going to happen when Mashiach comes? The world is going to be trampled and beaten like you beat leather to make shoes. Now what's the point? The point is that that's not changing the nature. It's forcing the nature. Right? There's two concepts. One concept is bittle of Kabbalah Sail. And the second concept is the bittle of Yehudi Law, which you can learn about momentarily. 
But the first of those two concepts, which is the bitla kabal cell, means godly force pushes itself into the world, doesn't raise the world up, forces the world as it is into the service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's the pshat v'hidrech banol. Mashiach comes there's going to be a fusion of nature with godliness Shalomai Lama'elam is higher than the worlds the bringing together of opposites has to do with the splitting of the river says the Rebbe the service is Kabbalah nature. so the shoes and the beating into the leather and the trampling with the shoes represents the idea of Teva being preserved nature is going to continue existing but it's going to be broken to reveal the Yebsht. Okay? But then there's the other side of the coin. What's the other side of the coin? The other side of the coin is Yehudi Allah. What does Yehudi Allah mean? That nature is raised up to higher than nature. And this, the Rebbe connects to Mesha Rabbeinu. Perik base. You know, the Rebbe has Sichis. We talked about Mesha and Mashiach. Moshe and Mashiach. And um, the, the famous Sikh of Chayesara, Tafshin Nun Beis, where the Rebbe says that Moshe Rabbeinu says to the Eibishter, Shlach Nabi Atishlach, why are you sending me to take Yidin out of Mitzrayim? Send Mashiach right now. So there's a whole lot of in that Sikh, but the point of that Sikh is that Moshe and Mashiach are different. How are Moshe and Mashiach different? Basically, the answer is Moshe is a mashpech. Moshe is so bottled that Hashem speaks through him. And Mashiach is a shliach. Mashiach is an independent person with free will who does the will of HaKadosh Baruch. And when Moshe Rabbeinu says, Shlach no tishlach, he accomplished that in Moshe you should have the mile of Mashiach, that he's a shliach. And in Mashiach you should have the mile of Moshe, that he's totally bottled to HaKadosh Baruch. So we just read in Sif Yudalf about shoes. What did the Rebbe extract from the shoes? The idea that Mashiach's coming has to do with miracles within nature, which is the concept of the Bittal of Kabbalah Zeh. But Moshe doesn't represent that. Mashiach represents that. Forget, Moshe Rabbeinu represents, as you'll see in Pedic Lamid Dalid, third line into the Pedic the Hagam Shabitl the Meisha Ubitl the Yechudi Eloh Shemitzad HaGilui Moshe Rabbeinu's idea is that Hashem reveals light and rages up to higher than nature so the Rebbe says that even though Mashiach is different than Moshe Rabbeinu and I'm using now my own words Mashiach represents the Bittal of Kabbalah Seil and Moshe represents the idea of Yehudi Allah. In other words, to be very simplistic, Mashiach represents the miracles within nature. And Moshe represents the miracles that are higher than nature. Or in other words, Mashiach represents how nature itself reveals godliness. And Moshe represents how nature is changed into a miracle. Nevertheless, Moshe is Negei Ali Yasad Lavi. says the Rebbe Pikola now, with all the information that we now have, and basically what we have is that Mashiach comes, there's going to be miracles within nature. But the miracles within nature are going to be revealed. Because the nature itself is going to become godly through the bitl of Kabbalah Seil. We can explain what the Zayar adds. Hashem is going to show him wonders. Is a reference to Mesh. Mesh took us out of Golas thousands of years ago. And even though we say the first redeemer is the final redeemer, but there's a very big difference. Because the first redemption was through miracles which broke nature. The final redemption is how miracles within nature are also revealed. Nevertheless, when Mashiach comes, we make reference to Mesha Rabbeinu. Mesha was the first redeemer. And when he redeemed us originally, the miracles that occurs broke nature. Nevertheless, we also know that the initial gula from Mitzrayim opens up the channel also for the final gula, even though the final gula is different than the first gula. Because the first gula is breaking nature, 
raising nature up. And the second gula is breaking nature, that nature itself shall reveal godliness. Nevertheless, Nimtza, you must say, Shemesha Pasach Asatzinir, Mesha has to be the one to open up the channel, the Hanif Sida. The miracles in nature of Mashiach have to have a relationship with Mesha Rabbeinu, because Mesha Rabbeinu was the first. But in Moshe's condition, you don't see revealed the miracles of nature itself, which are connected to Mashiach. And therefore we say, it teaches us, Mashiach is going to come, but enter the flies, Hashem is going to show Mesha these miracles. When Mashiach comes, Hashem is going to reveal to Mashiach Rabbeinu Hanifloith Shepasach the miracles which he started. But Yitzias Mitzrayim when Yidden left Egypt. In other words, just like the Rebbe said before, that when Yidden left Egypt, there were miracles within nature no one knows about, because all we know about is the miracles which are higher than nature. Mashiach Rabbeinu, who is the Redeemer, is responsible for those miracles as well. So when Mashiach comes, Hashem shows Mashiach Rabbeinu what he started. Kachafilu Mashiach Rabbeinu's miracles are higher than nature. And the miracles that occurred within nature are concealed, but Moshe is responsible for both of those. Therefore, when Mashiach comes, Moshe gets to see it. But then the Rebbe adds more. Gam yeshleimah, in other words, the idea when Mashiach comes, Hashem shows Moshe Rabbeinu the miracles of Mashiach because Moshe begins the process. Is It's a lesson to each person. To merit to see the miracles of Mashiach, which is to see nature sustained, and nevertheless for godliness to be revealed, it's ideally bechinas meishesh abe. You have to identify the aspect of meishesh abeinu in you. Now, the aspect of meishesh abeinu within you. Forgive me for saying it, because the Maimah doesn't say it, but I'm saying it anyway. The f- aspect of meishesh within you is lower than the aspect of Mashiach within you. And of course, when Mashiach comes, there's going to be a revelation of the Mashiach aspect within each person which is higher than the Moshe aspect within each person. What's the difference? So of course, according to Kabbalah, Moshe is the Neshama HaKloli, and Mashiach is the Echida HaKloli. But in terms of miracles, Moshe Rabbeinu's Inyan is, the Agam Sha'abitl the Meishu, Yabitl the Yechudi Allah. Moshe Rabbeinu's influence is Yechudi Allah, Shemitzad HaGiluyim, which reveals godliness that raises nature up to the supernatural. While Vamshachas Ha'iyin Daren Neflois, the concept of Mashiach, is not raising up nature to the supernatural. But a bit of the Kabbalah Sel can also test how nature itself is godly and reveals itself. nevertheless, In order that it should be revealed at Enu, the idea that nature itself can reveal godliness, you have to have Meshach Rabbeinu as Maila of Yechud Eloh as well. To be able to see what Mashiach is really going to reveal, which is that nature continues to exist, and yet nature reveals the Eibishter, you need to have Mashiach. The wonders of nature itself are going to be revealed, but B.S. Mashiach said, Kainu, because of Mamesh, you need to have the idea of Mashiach Rabbeinu. And that's the Pshat I in the Flores. So let's talk it through. When you left Egypt, there were miracles in nature. But the miracles of nature when Yidin left Egypt were concealed. And then in the flies, the Mashiach comes, they're going to be revealed. And we say, including those original miracles, was the miracle of splitting the sea. And the miracle of splitting the sea brings together opposites, nature and Lamaila Minateva. And we say, and then in the flies. First of all, and then the flies. Moshe is going to see those wonders because when he did the first redemption, he set the stage for the final redemption. And second of all, every Yid needs to identify the Moshe within himself. That even though Mashiach is higher than Moshe, and the miracles of Mashiach are associated with Mashiach, we still need to have the mile of Meshach Rabbeinu because of the mile of Giluyim over Teva. And um, this was quite a journey, and I hope uh, that I did it justice. I hope it was clear. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.